Welcome to the Let Us Reason Together broadcast with pastor-teacher Dr. James Sutton of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. Please stay tuned to the end of the broadcast for more contact information. And now your host, Dr. James Sutton. John 16 and 21. Now, we're still on Thursday. We ain't even, we not haven't even reached Good Friday. You got to remember, we're at the point where, where Jesus is telling them that he's going to leave them and he's preparing them for the offense. He's preparing them to, to get ready. Because something's about to happen that's going to blow their mind. There, even though they heard him, they, they, he's walked with them, he did all these miracles, but even with that, it did not prepare them for the fact that he's going to get killed and he's going to leave them. But there's a purpose to that. Okay? There's a purpose to that. So go ahead and read. John 16, 21. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. Mm-hmm. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Mm-hmm. So also, you have sorrow now, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. In that day, you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Mm-hmm. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I have come from God. I came from the Father, and have come into the world, and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. His disciples said, Ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. So let me ask you a question. So when he was you, now, and you won't say this word over again. They're saying, Now you're going to, he said, Now you're going to speak to us plainly. They're saying, Ah, now you are speaking to us plainly. So that means when he was speaking in figures of speech, they was offended, right? They didn't understand, right? So they couldn't comprehend what he was doing until he spoke in plain language. Which now he's going to speak in plain language, but watch this. Because they couldn't handle him speaking in, in parables, it's still going to be hard for them to understand. Because they still got to hang up. Because again, somebody they love is about to leave. Go ahead. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Now Jesus said, okay, hold on, hold on let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. Now you know, not to question me, that I know all things. Why? So why, why, do, they, why do they actually believe that he knows all things? Why? What is it? Give me some reasons why. We've been reading this a long time. Y'all should have some reasons on top of your head. Why do they believe now? Because he's going to the Father. No, why do they believe now? Because it's miracles. Because it's miracles. Yeah. They haven't gotten any deeper in their understanding, but they believe in what they what? Seen. Versus what they? Okay. And the Bible says it's better for one that they and not. Okay. So they just believe in the fact that the fact that he's done all these miracles and he has proven himself through his miracles to be who he is. And he say, but now you believe? Finally, after all of this? Huh. Okay. Go ahead. 
Behold, the hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. Mm, stop. So there's going to come a time for you to go back and say, what's going to happen? Uh, you will leave me alone. You will be scattered. You will be scattered, and... And you leave, leave him alone. alone. Yeah, leave me alone. So he's saying there's a time where whatever's going to happen going to come against you. And you're going to run away. But in the natural, listen, y'all disciples are walking through. Something starts happening to me. And y'all run away. Shouldn't I be offended? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I should be. I should kind of have that too. Okay, but what, what Jesus is saying even though that y'all not going to really deal with me no more because of what's about to happen is going to be so horrendous and you ain't going to be able to handle it, guess what? I'm not offended because of what? I'm never alone. See what I'm saying? Y'all need to take this in y'all spirit. If you know God will never leave you nor forsake you, why are you offended by what other people do? Or not do? That's what that says. He says, look, I understand that you're going to I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to leave me. Well, you should stay with me, but it's okay. I forgive you because I'm really not alone because I'm with the Father. The Father's with me. See, the same thing. You got to trust that the Holy Spirit is really with you. And the only way that you could be, the only way you could be tested is through problems and trials and tribulations. That's the only way you're going to be tested. To see if you really believe that you don't have to fight this battle, that he's going to fight it for you. Yes, I believe that. Sometimes you do need to do something. But then oftentimes, you're in a situation where he's just saying, do you trust me or do you trust you? There was a time right before Praise Tabernacle ended where everybody in this room that went to the church was in our little Bible study, y'all used to ask me a question about being pastor, being pastor of Praise Tabernacle, all that. And sometimes it was said to me by certain people when we were going down, down, you know, having them hot the days electric was off. You know, why don't I leave? Why don't I leave? Well, the reason why I didn't leave because I wasn't offended by what was going on. See, I had to see it to the end. And because I saw it to the end, I was the only son of son in the ministry or daughter in the ministry that he had that did not leave him. Think about it. Everybody else left him but me. He, he quit and set me free. You see what I'm saying? I didn't have to do anything. He was messing up wrong. And things were going wrong. And I knew him firsthand. I could have reacted in my flesh. But there was a heavy God spirit on me saying, you just stick around. You're not going to have to tell him that. And I sure did. Miss Stacy in the restaurant arguing. She ready to go. When he came and said we was going to leave, and go up to uh, the other church, Greer's church, she was like, I'm done. Stacy with him for 25 years, she said, I'm done. Baby, let's go. You need to go tell her. I said, I'm not going to tell her. I said, we don't need to. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I said, the Lord hasn't released me yet. I didn't need to be released because two weeks later, he quit. And because I did not give up and served him to the end, God has blessed us. Okay, here. We're blessed because of the way we handled when we were 
tested in the times of trouble. You're going to be tested. But you're just like Jesus, you're going to leave me. i got to trust that God is with me. Curlin has said some things to me. Y'all have said some things to me. And one thing Curlin said, you do what the Lord tells you to do. That's what Carol always say to me. You pastor, she point that finger at me. You pastor, do what the Lord tells you to do. And that helps me because sometimes I want to do what y'all want me to do. And y'all really think, some of y'all are not spiritual enough to see past your own fame. Hang it. That's okay. I'm not, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying God has to give me further vision down the road than just today and what we're going through right now. Okay? So some things that you want and, and hope. And you believe that it's good. I'm not talking about evil things. I'm just saying that's not the way God wants us to bring about our victory. See, our job is not to fight some fights. Our job is to love. That's why I command y'all to love him. Because the victory is ours already. All we got to do is stay in the lane of love. Don't get upset. Deal with it now. Now, I just told Carolyn, say what you got to say to get them off your back. If you hear them talking crazy, say something to them, to the person. And that's what she did. I told her she's not wrong with that. But the, the issue is you have to trust God is with you. Just like Jesus just said, y'all don't leave me, but God with me. All right? And because he's with me, I'm going to have what? Peace. If God is with you, you should always have be in peace. Now, does it mean trouble not going to come your way? To the contrary. Trouble's going to always come your way. But the problem is you got the peace of God in you. You got the peace of forgiveness in you. You can't have peace unless you're willing to forgive. That's just one of those simple facts. You got to be willing to forgive to gain some peace. All right, go ahead. That's what I had to do. Yep. That if this situation passes. Amen. And the Right, right, right. Amen. Go ahead. In the world, you will have tribulation. See? And where are we going to have it? In the, world. in the world. Okay. If I'm in Christ and Christ is in me, where's the world? All around me. So, in my world I live in, I'm in the world, not of the world, but because I'm in the world, I'm going to have what? Or another word for tribulation is affliction. Trial is, is the journey through. Tribulation is the affliction you experience while you're walking through. Okay? When God creates a trial for you, it's what you're going to go through. But as you're walking through, you're going to be afflicted. So the Greek word for tribulation and affliction are the same. And what does the Bible say about affliction that's going to last what? A little while. See, you got to remember that. So you're being tested. Your faith is being tested. Go ahead. But take heart. I have overcome the world. He's a, oh, he said what? He told them, look, you know what? Y'all need to take heart. That doesn't mean sentimental. That means mind. Heart, and when he talk about mind and heart, renewed mind, they use, Greek use the word heart and mind to be synonymous. They're not two separate things. Okay, so he says, be mindful. I have overcome the world. And because I have overcome the world, guess what? You, 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 can. you can. The Bible says you're more than overcome, right? Through Christ who strengthens you, right? So because he overcame the world, you can overcome the world, but you've got to be in Christ. You can't overcome the world being in your flesh. 
Can't overcome the world, be your Christ. Learn to be quiet. That's what the Bible says. Go ahead. Read. Chapter 17. When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom have given him. Mm -hmm. And this is eternal life, that they know that they know you, the only true God, but and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. This is eternal life. Y'all need to underline that. What is eternal life? That they what? No. That they know you. That's a that's that's a that's a that's a knowledge thing, a mind thing. That they know that you know logos, that you know logic of God, that you know. Go ahead, read it again. That you know what? You are the only true God. That you are only true God, which means truth can only come from your mouth. Go ahead. And Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And Jesus, the Christ in the flesh, you have sent. Go ahead. I glorified you on earth, having mm -hmm. accomplished the work that you gave me to do. Stop. That's so deep. He didn't glorify God necessarily by the miracles he did. He's glorified God because he's told them about the one true God. The miracles just enhanced it. But what he said is, I gave them a knowledge of you. He's going to tell them, I told them everything that you told me to tell them. You glorify God by what you say. It brings about what you do. If you're doing it, that's one thing. But you need to back it up with why you're doing it and tell somebody. Like Bill said Sunday, it's really simple to fill up a church. The way you fill up a church has never changed. If you go back to Andrew, Andrew went and found Peter. And he told Peter he found the Messiah. And then Andrew brought Peter to the Messiah. So you find one, tell one, bring one. That's the way this church is going to fill up. So if you ain't out there in your spirit of influence and talking to people, you ain't bringing people to church, why do you expect the church to get filled? Thank you for listening in today to Let Us Reason Together broadcast with Dr. James Sutton. You may send letters of prayerful support and your tax-deductible financial gift to Walk in Truth, 7852 Milan Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63130. If you are in need of prayer or would like to contact the ministry, call us at 314-629-0024. You can also visit the ministry website at www.walkintruthministries.com or email us at WITMIN at yahoo.com. And be sure to check us out at Walk in Truth Ministries on Facebook and Walk in Truth Radio SoundCloud. Be sure to tune in next week for another thought-provoking broadcast from Let Us Reason Together.